This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Welcome into the Rosie Report regular season roundup, episode number 89 as we uh, close in. Maybe we'll get to 100. We'll see with uh, still some season left. Under two weeks to go now for the Tribe after the doubleheader on Monday night in downtown Cleveland against the Royals. Tough one for the Indians as they fell in the first game 7-2, to dropped the nightcap 4-2. to First time that Kansas City has recorded a doubleheader sweep over the Indians since July of 1984. So it's been a while and a tough one again last night for the Tribe. In just a little bit, we'll hear from Tristan McKenzie about his night. He started the first game, allowed all seven runs, three home runs, including a blast number 46 for Salvador Perez, who continues his tremendous season. And we will also visit with Eli Morgan, who pitched very well in the series finale over in New York on Sunday. Some weekend leftovers from Eli talking about his success at Yankee Stadium on Sunday. But first, DeMarlo Hale, after Game 2, recapped the doubleheader, which was tough on the scoreboard, but did feature a bright spot with Anthony Goes making his Major League debut on the mound after a five-year career as a Major League outfielder with the Blue Jays and the Detroit Tigers and the Indians acting manager, DeMarlo Hale, says it was a great night for Goes and nice to see to a good young man who had worked hard to get back to the big leagues. Yeah, it's a, it's a personal satisfaction for me, you know. Um, and, you know, like he mentioned, a lot of his coaches and people who's helped him along the way, um, you know, it, it, it was a good day, you know. Um, yeah, we got swept here. Um, that stinks because, you know, you, you, you go out there and you play this game to win. You know, you're putting players in position to um, try to execute and, and help your team win. Um, and, you know, thinking about Anthony, you know, he's a team guy. You know, he, he wants he won't people to do their best and, and to perform well. And I think the same goes for this teammate and this organization. We also want him to do well, you know, for what he's went through and the journey that he's taken so far. What does it say about him that, He's going against Salvi Perez, who's, you know, hitting home runs against everybody in the world. He's pumping 99, 100 against him, not afraid at all. Well, he's not afraid to compete. I mean, uh, I didn't even think about that in that terms. Um, You know, when we, you know, brought him in, you know, it was a situation we were trying to, you know, get multi-innings from him, um, you know, keep the game close. He did that. but the competitor in him, you know, it really doesn't matter who's in the box. You know, he's aggressive. Um, 
you know, he had the live fastball. And, you know, I thought considering, you know, this is his first time pitching in the big leagues, you know, uh, I'm very happy with um, what he did. Just talk about Tristan in the first game, just uh, what stood out to you with some of the issues he may have had. Well, you know what? He got hit with his fastball t today. Um, I didn't think he located as well as he had, you know, his previous starts, and, and that happens. You know, he, he mixed in some of his other pitches, but, you know, I thought he, you know, um, got hit, his fastball got hit, you know, the home run by um, Dozier, and I think Ben Attendee got him as well. Um, you know, probably asked him, he probably wanted to locate a little bit better. Um, you know, but he battled, you know, and that's what we, we, we look for. You know, we try to have a consistent approach and, and stay in the game and, you know, give yourself and your offense a chance to catch up. Uh, you know, but I, I, I felt that he'd done what he um, had done enough uh, at that point. So, um, um, you know, we, we, we went and got him. I know you guys have had some success against the Royals this year, and you come off a successful trip in New York. Yeah. Is it just the emotions, up and down emotions of a young team riding right now, of bringing it every single day? Well, I, I mean, you know, I think I share thoughts about, you know, each day is different. You know, New York is behind us, you know, I thought the kid pitched a pretty good game, though, um, Singer, you know. So, you know, when you really dive into it, you know, he, he controlled us a little bit. Um, you know, the beginning wasn't as good as we would like with Witt. You know, he kind of lost the strike zone the first game. But, you know, Singer threw the ball well, you know. And, um, you know, when you get that kind of pitching performance, usually you, you're on the good side of, of wins. And, you know, I thought he'd done very well against us. You know, the second game, you know, wasn't a lot of uh, a lot of offense. Um, the kid who spot started for them as well, you know, he went into the third inning. So um, it's just one of those days. I don't, I don't try to equate it to the New York series. You know, we turn the page and, you know, we play in the Royals. That's Indians acting manager DeMarlo Hale. And uh, as mentioned in the first game of that twin, Bill Tristan McKenzie with a tough one. And uh, as he said after the game, it's uh, all part of the ebbs and flows of, of trying to be successful on a consistent basis. And for whatever reason, he was unable to do so on Monday. I felt like early on in the game, my stuff didn't have the same life as it, as it has. Uh, and then that in combination with me just kind of not execute my pitches down in the zone, just allowed for some, some lofted contact into the stands. I mean, is that it's part of being a starting pitcher, not have having it every time out? Is that just another step in the process that you're going through as a big league pitcher, kind of figuring that out when it happens? Uh, I mean, I feel like this game's all about adjustments, and I felt like today I just didn't make them quick enough. Tristan, what can you say about Salvador Perez facing him the way he's uh, going this year, and especially the way he's ending the year? Uh, I mean, he's a great hitter to to start. Second of all, he's a great catcher uh, throughout straw early in the game, kind of shut down some more momentum, but. Uh, he's a guy that can always make you pay for mistakes, and he did just that, and he's definitely caught fire towards the end of the season. First time in two months that McKenzie had a rough outing as he allowed the seven runs in four and a third innings. Now, good pitching on Sunday in the series finale in New York when the Indians took apart the Yankees 11-1. Six strong innings from Eli Morgan, allowing just one run. 
Earlier in the season, actually two starts ago, he had pitched at Fenway Park and threw very well for five-plus innings that day, allowing no runs. And we asked him about pitching in the iconic ballparks, Fenway Park, and even though it's a little bit newer, the uh, new edition of Yankee Stadium. And he said, well, don't read too much into it. He's just trying to go out there and get outs. Uh, yeah, I mean, those those two outings in particular are very good. Um, you know, being able to pitch in those ballparks is an honor. Uh, it's it's something that, you know, growing up you just dream of. Uh, so to be there in person, to soak it all in. Um, and then on top of that, to pitch well makes it makes it a really fun, special day. And for you, that was the first time you had pitched in Yankee Stadium, first time you had been there. And that can be intimidating at times. Uh, what were the keys for you to, to kind of keep yourself in control and in command? Uh, yeah, it's certainly a crowd and experience like that could uh could hinder um if it you know if it were to get to you i'd say for me it you know adds a layer of excitement um and focus that you just need to have out there um so in particular for me it was just focusing on one pitch and you hear that often but that's that's really the case you know when you've got a lineup full of sluggers it's not you know hope to get to the bottom of the zone or bottom of the order and Stuff like that. It's well, I, I just gotta make a good pitch here, and then after I do that, I'm gonna make another one. Um, so just trying to simplify things. Listening to Birdo and our pitching guys um, uh, makes it a lot easier on myself when I just simplify it down to focusing on one pitch. And you mentioned lineup full of sluggers, and and you allow the one home run. And in that ballpark, sometimes you look at home runs and you say, "Come on, really?" Um, I mean, it was an opposite field shot that barely made it in a part of the ballpark that's that's pretty short. How do you get past that and, and then move on and still be effective after that? Yeah, I mean, you know, at, at that time we had a lead, so that makes it a lot easier um, knowing that you know, when you're pitching with the lead, you just got to continue to fill up the zone and minimize damage. So um, having a one on the board at that point wasn't too big of a deal. Um, you know, it's an 0-2 pitch. It's a pitch that I've got to be able to throw better. Um, so re regardless of, you know, I, I think that might have only been a home run there, but regardless, it wasn't a well-executed pitch. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it also took Harold out of the game. So that was definitely a bummer. But um, like I said before, I just had to focus on the next pitch and try to execute it. Eli Morgan joining us, a, a win yesterday over in New York. And, and Eli, it was a nice bounce-back effort for you, and it seems like you've been able to do that. Uh, if you do have a tough outing, you come back and, and throw well the next time out. What's the key for you in that regard to be able to do that? Uh, just focusing on what I control um, midweek. You know, this outing was, I think, eight or nine days after my last one. So had a lot of time to sit on it and find stuff to work on. Um, I think we did a really good job getting a couple bullpens under my belt in during that extended break. And, um, you know, just picking things each and every day to work on. Um, you know, especially with a longer, longer time off um, than the usual five days, it allowed me to, you know, just get some extra work in and, uh, you know, really decide um, how I'm going to attack these guys when I get my next turn. And you mentioned next turn, and, and there's not too many next turns left here as we get down toward the end of the season. But you've had a real nice first major league season, and, and how do you look at it at this point in time? The opportunity, and then what you've been able to do with it. Yeah, um, you know, evaluating a year, uh, you know, I do still have two starts to go, so I'm not going to get too ahead of myself there. Um, but, uh, you know, like I've, I've had good games, I've had bad games. Um, I, I feel like I have a good understanding of 
what allows me to be good. And, um, you know, key for next year will be trying to just do that more often and, um, you know, continue to work on, on my routine and trying my best to stay healthy and strong for every start that I get. Uh, I'm sure yesterday a, a big highlight for you. Thanks a lot for coming by today. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Rosie. Of course. And it's Eli Morgan who has had a, a really good rookie season for the Indians. Uh, some outstanding starts like Sundays and some learning outings too, but uh, certainly a, a very good rookie season for him, and he has put himself in the pitching picture for the future for the Tribe. That's going to do it for episode number 90, uh, 89 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks to Bart Swain, Court Berry Tripp, Austin Contrulis for all of their help from Indians PR. I'm Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for listening to and downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.